It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that auto tool on that bitch, have you sound like Teddy Payne. Facebook, everything, social media is Gabe Spain, J-B-E, Spain, like the country. Yeah. All right, so how long have you been in this comedy game? Well, I've been on and off since I was 15, so I've been consistently doing it now for like four years. So, where so. Did, what comedy club were you doing at 15? Um, I was doing the West Palm Beach Improv, the Miami Improv, before they tore it down, so... So, how, don't, wait, don't they drink there? Like, you, you got in at 15? Yeah, yeah. Who was sneaking you in the comedy club? Um, my first introduction into comedy, like, the first person who really, really took me under their wing was Marvin Dixon. Okay. Cause he knew That's my mom. mom yeah, yeah he, he knew my mom from high school, so they went to the same high school together. So, yeah, I, he kind of got me into the you know learning how to write my jokes and stuff like that, okay. how to put stuff together. So he really you know got me on the grind. So you okay. know, just coming up, growing up, you go through ups and downs as a comic. And me being young, I took a lot of things to heart. So that's why I was quitting a lot. Yeah. But I'm glad I started young because you know I had time to quit. Most people they quit when they older. But then by the yeah, time they make time a, to get back yeah, up there. by the time they make any mind to come up. Back, it'd be too late. So I'm glad I went through that at a young age. So, but oh yeah. So what made you decide? Like, you said you started at 15, but yeah. were you just in, at, in class clowning and said, you know, I want to make this career? Or what made you say, this is it, this is what I want to try? I started doing comedy because of. I was just like that was when the YouTube era was real big and everybody mm. was making YouTube videos. Like, that's when the. Um, What's his name? The Spoken Reasons, that era. Oh, I on, remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay. he was doing all that. So I just thought it was real cool to sit there and talk to a camera. Mm -hmm. And then you got millions of people following you. So I started doing that, mimicking that. And then basically what I was doing was stand-up. Like, okay. So people were like, oh, bro, you should do stand-up, stand-up. So that was just going around for a long time. And then, boom, first time I ever did stand-up, um, talent show. Mm. And then I just wanted to do it more. And then that's how I ended up getting on stage. So Okay, now I've seen a couple oh, yeah. of your little skits. So you do little voices and stuff. Oh, yeah. Where'd that come I, from? The voices, because when I first started doing stand up, I didn't, I didn't have no set, so I only okay. knew how to do impressions. Okay. So that's that's where that came from. I only knew how to do impressions. I have no jokes written, so I would just do straight impressions. So, and I was just like, at growing older, you know, you are gonna need a little bit more than that. Okay. So I had to yeah. go through stuff, you know. So having a, a, a fiance and, and a daughter, you know, what I mean, I grew my material. But when I first started, that's all I knew. So, so who was the most requested voice? Uh, the most requested voice at the time, that's when Barack Obama was nominated. Okay. I was like, well, my fellow people. Like, and I was doing that a lot. So right. that was that was the biggest thing. I could sit there and scratch that for five minutes. Mm. So, but I, I, I literally didn't have nothing else but that. Oh, wow. And so, you know, just being on the comedy grind and stuff like that to get your chops up so you learn how to write jokes and, you know, 
So, so I mean, did you take, because I know you said Marvin helped you out with certain stuff, but like mm -hmm. when it comes to the right thing, did you, did he help you with writing or you just kind of sat down and started winging it? I started winging it. Like nobody really helped me wrote. He just told me like how to play, like where to place my jokes. Like okay. certain jokes, gotcha. like he, he would tell me, oh, you should put that here. You should put that there. But writing, everything came from me. Like I, I would sit down and write my own jokes. I just... Sometimes you need that person in the corner to like, hey, that first, that last joke you should put it first, and then, mm -hmm. and that's that's what, yeah, my, he he told me he was the, he was the first comedian told me, your your opening joke supposed to be your 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 second best joke and your last joke is supposed to be your first best joke. Mm. He the one who told me that, so I I started writing. Yeah, because like you want to start off with a bang, you want to end with a bang. Mm -hmm. That's right. That makes sense. So yeah, that's that's basically how I got my intro to start. So I'm only 23 now. I got a long ways to go. I got right. So what do you see? What's your future looking like? What do you? What is your long term goal with the comedy? You want to stay with the stand up, or you want to do movies? See, my, see, mine is kind of different because me personally, like most comics won't won't say what I say. I, I actually I like writing a lot. I like writing okay. for television shows. I like you know what I mean filming and editing. Oh, writing like where the check is. Don't Man, ever get what? that twisted. <laughs> see, and it's so easy for me to write because I can sit there and watch another comic, mm -hmm. and I'd be like, man, he should say this. Yeah, and I just—it's so many jokes that I can't use because that's not my life. I can look okay. at somebody and write for them, and I was just like, it did that come out so easy to me? Because mm. when I first started, it was me and a couple, couple um, comedy buddies. But I used to always, used to always do little taglines, and I would give them stuff, and I used to like, man, like this is easy. And then I found out how much writers make, so mm. I was like, that's something I would want to do in the future. Yeah, I got a couple of friends that's in the writing game, and they are oh, yeah. not complaining about their checks. Man, write, <laughs> writing is so fun, but. Being in front of the screen, I think, yeah, that that's that's something I definitely want to do. Everybody say I got charisma for it and stuff like that, but that's that's you know that's kind of something. I want to Cause do. the only thing the difference is like with the writing, you behind the scenes you get that big check. Right. The biggest thing for me, cause I write too, right. but like when you're in front of the screen, it's like you can't really have a regular life anymore. Right. That celebrity, this is just, mm -hmm. it's like, ugh, right. how do you deal with that? Oof. See. Me personally, I, I, but I think I'm made for it though. Like I always okay. been in the light. I always want to be seen. Cause before I started doing comedy, I was a dancer. Like, okay. I'm still a dancer. I dance on you stage. You be taking this yeah, yeah, I, I was a dancer, so I always wanted that type of attention. Like I okay. want people to see me. What's so. your sign? Oh, uh, uh, Aquarius. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I be liking attention, but I don't like that kind of attention. Yeah, but I you know what I'm saying? Like okay. I always wanted to be in the limelight. So I think you know, not a level of Kevin Hart. Famous, you know, I'm not sure if I'm ready. Nobody knows if they're ready for that, but yeah, yeah I mean, if I don't get to that level, it'd be all right. Like, cause like, like look, the check is the same regardless. You ain't got. To, look, I tell people all the time, I don't care if I'm ever famous as long as my check is cashed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. As long as it's cashed. That's like, it. And you having fun, cause this, this, that's that's what made me start doing comedy again and actually like keep going, cause you gotta realize this is fun. Okay. You doing this for fun? You gotta know that you love it. Like yeah. Rodney Perry told me that you gotta know that you love it. You gotta know that you love it before you pursue it. That's so, true. so. I, I remember I asked right now, I was like, what would you be doing if it wasn't comedy? He was like, that's it. I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, same here. I'm like, you really live and breathe this. Because me personally, I I turned on a Well, I didn't turn down a scholarship. I was, because I, I played football in high school. I did. Okay. I played football all four years, got a scholarship, go to Georgia State. Played, I didn't even suit up. I didn't suit up. I was coming off the bench and stuff like that, but. It was just, it wasn't a passion. Like, football was something I wanted to do, but I just knew comedy. It was just like, I got to do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, that was always it. I was like, I I, I want to be in front of the light. So that's why the dancing was a big part of my life for a long time. Because it's just like, man, I like standing up in front of people and, you know what I mean, being seen. So comedy is just, stand-up was the perfect career yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know until later on. 
Now, well, so, let me ask you this. What was one so far? Because, I mean, you've been in it for a minute considering 15. Because it been like, 15 ain't a long time. But, like, if you're 23 and you've been in it for 15, that's a right. good little minute. Right. What would be the hardest lesson you have had to learn within the industry so far? When I first started, I used to take things to heart. That, that's okay. what I, I I say that, that was the, the most valuable lesson I learned. Like, I used to take things to heart. Like, people, like... Because you would think somebody, especially like older comics, like older comics, they know what they're talking about. That's why you're going to listen to your elders. So I would think, oh, they hating on me because I did good. But it's not like, it's not even like that. Like sometimes they really be telling me like, look, you should say this, or you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't cuss that much. You shouldn't right. do that. And I used to get in my feelings, like get yeah. mad. Like, okay, I'm not com- I'm not coming back to this club. But why? Like, I mean, you got to respect the game that they're giving yeah, you. They're giving you free game. And you know, I, cause it, and it was like that, especially like, with my mom too. It's just I always that like that was a problem I had like just okay. growing up. Like when, I ain't like to be told about myself. But you know what I mean. When you mature, like you understand. Like yeah, okay. All right, I'm tripping. That's, I do need that's to the listen. Aquarius in you. I, I feel you because it took me a minute for because somebody would tell me, "Well, you need to do this." I'd be like, "Who are you to tell yeah, me?" Exactly. And I and get I it now because it's like now it's more so they're not attacking; they're just giving advice. Right. You, whether you t- take it or leave it, right. but at least if you listen to it, you might agree with them in the long run. But you gotta listen to them first. Right. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I used to get so emotional, like just in my feelings, like and I and that used to hurt me a lot because you don't want to be known as that person that a hot head or yeah. something like that because that can hurt a lot of people because. People had opinions about Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart, he's always smiling. He's always in people's face. And, and it's probably times he do get in his feelings, but he don't never show that. So I used to, when I was young, I used to show that. I used to you can't do I used to show people that I'm mad. Yeah. Like, and that's something that my mom used to tell me all the time. If you're mad, don't show nobody you're mad. Just go that's off because, right. you know what I mean, they, they'll paint this picture of you. Because that's what happens. If you if you show somebody that you're mad, that mm-hmm. gives them the strength. It yeah. gives them all the power in the world. Yeah. Like, oh, I got them now. And I, yeah, now you yeah. lost. So, mm-hmm. And that was, that was probably the biggest, the hardest thing I had to say I, I didn't went through since I've been doing it. It's okay. just, you know what I mean? And even now, I'm still battling with that. It's some things that happen now that I'm just going, you know, but I don't. I, I, I'm more mature now about the situation, you know. You know what helped me when I when I was going through I used to well that's how I started writing. Actually mm-hmm. people aggravate me and I started writing poetry because I would get my frustration out through writing so I was like I'd rather write about it than fight you. Right. Because if I fight right. you it's going down. Right. <laughs> so I was like to stay out of jail, I'm just right. gonna write this little poem <laughs> and be done with it. I'm telling you, like I used to be so mad to the point I would not go to that comedy club because that person is there. Wow. Which which was like bad, like yeah, because you can't let somebody stop your hustle because uh-huh. yeah. But I just don't think it being a teenager. Oh, I'm not. I don't want to be. I don't want to go over there because he there. He hosts every Friday. I don't want to be there. He said something, but at the end of the day, he was just trying to look out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I had to realize that. And you but, never know who you're gonna need in the long run. Mm-hmm. Don't you, burn bridges you never I cross. Promise you that. Don't cause... burn bridges you never cross because there's some dudes right now that I know personally. And I I seen people say they ain't gonna make it, and they on television right now. Mm-hmm. They on television right now, and I'm just like, man, like I used to watch people this dog, this little dude, oh, yeah. like, man. Oh, they, they ain't gonna never make it. They be like, yeah, but now they cut six figure checks. Mm-hmm. Now I would drop his name, but I don't name drop. But I feel you. He, I know a couple people like that, like that yeah, now. So he yeah. he on a show right now and. Mm. Right now, as we speak, and it was just like everybody just thought he would never make it. Yeah. It was just like he would come up here for the open mics and stuff like that, and just I see people like when they when you put your name when you put your tongue on somebody That's like right. we speak like man. And the but, hustle's real. I tell people it's not who you know; it's who know you. Right. Because I know a lot of people, but if they don't know me, it don't matter. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, that that word of mouth is strong. Oh yeah. Because it's it been a lot of places I walked up into, and just because I got referred. That's right. Like, 
Exactly. I've been to a lot of. I've been places where the biggest name couldn't get in. They'd be like, right. "Oh, but let her in." They'd be yeah, like, "How she get in?" I'm exactly. just like, "Don't worry about it." Ah, well. <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah. well, on Candy Kisses TV, we like to keep it fun, so we do a kiss or diss segment, which is celebrity crushes. Okay. So I'm gonna throw some names out there. You're gonna say whether you kiss or diss. Okay. All right. We got Rihanna or Sierra, kissing or dissing. Ooh, I'm gonna kiss Rihanna. I'm gonna diss Sierra. What's wrong with CC? CC ain't nothing wrong with CC. Is just she too athletic for you? No, 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 not even. It's just I always had a crush on Riri. Like Riri was always, always had. Cause I'm from Miami. We like Island girls. That's that's oh, what it is down okay. there. So yeah, I'm gonna kiss Rihanna. Yeah. Right. All right. Solange or Taraji? Hmm. Oh, Solange. Wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. That's a hard one. Cause I like Beyonce, so I'm trying to. I don't want to be biased. Well, Beyonce got to do with Solange. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, I know, I know. But she looked like Beyonce. But okay, I'm okay. A, I might say Taraji. I'm going to say Taraji. Because Taraji gangster. I need a girl like that. She okay. gangster. And I already know she can hold it down. So I'm going to say Taraji. I'm going to say Taraji. All right. Kelly Rowland mm. or Michelle Williams? Kelly. I'm sorry. Everybody do mm. that with Michelle wrong. See, I'm wrong. See, because y'all be... Okay, she had her little issues. She but did. she still... Come on, now she's pretty. She real pretty. But it's just like Kelly, man. She dark-skinned. Like I, I'm oh, that's what do it for you to charm. Yeah, she dark skinned. Like, and I, that's one thing I don't like. You know, nowadays, cause it's just you know this mindset that black dudes have. Oh, I don't like dark skinned dudes. You know what I mean? I don't like. I don't like how our dark skin, our black men disrespect our women like that. Oh, you cute for a black girl. Boy, that yeah, that, that, that yeah. make my skin. I have had girls told me you are handsome for a black dude, and it's just like, I well, guess why can't I just be handsome? You know, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, so I'm gonna have to go with Kelly. Like, she okay. just man. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many yeah. things you could have said, but oh, I'm cute for a black boy. Okay, well, you mm. cute for a nappy hair chick. I mean, like, exactly. Like, you could have anything to And it's just like, you know, society has programmed us to think like that. Like, you know, a lighter is beautiful. I have, right. I literally had girls tell me, well, me listening to girls say, I want my baby to have good hair, so that's why I'm going to date somebody. And it's just like, that's like, a slave mentality. Man, is it? <laughs> I was just like, man, you really think, like, like who cares about your baby and love yourself? That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, if I had, a, I got a daughter, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And unfortunately, I, I know this hypocritical, mm -hmm. but my dad, she's half Spanish. Okay. But it's not like, you know what I mean? If she was black, I would, it wouldn't be no different. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. but, man, I just hate, I hate hearing that because I know I used to go through that a lot. And that, okay. that's kind of what really helped me stick through comedy a lot. Like, you know, because I used to get bullied a lot okay. in high school. So comedy was the thing that propelled me to be popular. And when, I gotcha. got, when I got in high school. Well, it wasn't a sports because you said you were playing football. Yeah, I, I started playing football in ninth grade. Okay. Like ninth grade, but eighth grade on down, I used to get bullied because I wasn't, mm. I didn't I didn't get big until like eighth grade summertime. Okay. Because I was doing the, um, you know, they the do workouts. The, the workouts over the summer. So that's when I started to get bigger and stuff like that. But I used to be skinny. Like, okay. and people used to bully me a lot. A lot. And I, I never, I, there's some people, boy, they used to say some hurtful things to me mm -hmm. by my skin tone and all that stuff. That's why I was like, self-hatred is a thing, man. Yeah. Like, it really is a thing in our community. That's why I was like, I hate when people say that. Especially, like, girls. Like, oh, I don't date, you know, any dark-skinned dudes. Or, especially guys. Like, oh, I don't want my kids to be black. Like, mm. oh, I don't want my kid to be dark skinned. Like, what do I got to do? That's just the most ignorant statement I've ever you. heard, and it's so, it's so hurtful and stupid. It's right. really ridiculous. And it, and it, cause it's not, it's not a. People always try to claim it as a preference. I was like, that's not a preference. That's a, that's a, that's a self hate. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's not a preference. Oh, I like, cause I never. 
It was one point where, you know, I was, I, I was going, you know, I only like light-skinned girls. I ain't gonna lie, it was one point I was like, I only like light-skinned girls. But then I was just like, I don't, like, I just, I got that mentality from hanging yeah, around. Yeah, because programmed it into your head. Right, yeah. like, light-skinned girls are cute, dark-skinned girls are ratchet, like, like, how they portray <laughs> black girls. Why do you have to do that, though? Yeah, because they always portray dark-skinned <laughs> females to be like that, like, right. uh, like, you know what I'm saying, and personally, I haven't. I haven't met like black girls that act like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, they, but they'll portray it like that. Like I, I, I don't. My mom, you know, what I mean, she's brown skinned but she don't, she don't act like that. Right. And I was just like, what's worse than being a black man in America is a black woman. Cause I was just like, man, we barely got we a go voice. We go through some stuff now. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, man, I, I respect my black queen. Cause, but it's, it's so. I don't know if you saw was it school days where they had the you know the light skin versus the dark skin or whatever. Right. But it's just like it's. Whether you light, dark, if you black, period, you got to go through something. Because right. people, when I was growing up, people used to, my little bullying when they tried to bully me before I swung on them, right. was, oh, you light skin, you got long hair, you think right. you're all that. I'm like, no, you think I'm all that. And that's the problem. Exactly. That's why you hate exactly. on me. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, it's, it's a self-hatred thing. And that's why, and, and that's something I, I fell into, you know what I mean, growing up. Because me, personally... I was adopted when I was young. I don't. I don't know my birth mom or my. I was adopted when my mom. She used to run a foster care. So everybody in my uh, family's own complexion. Okay. So that was my biggest. So now life. you feel like, like the outcast. Yeah, yeah. Now I feel like man, I need to be closer to this color. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that was my issue. Like I had a lot of identity issues. So stand up was the only place to really reflect like how I was feeling on stage. So yeah. that's why that like I was doing a lot, a lot of on and off trying to find myself. So, yeah. Man, yeah. Well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Make sure you go ahead and shout out your Instagram and how they can follow me and find you. Gay Spain, once again, at um, Gay Spain, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, G A B E Spain, like the country. Yeah. And make sure you follow all his uh, YouTube videos and skits because he is silly. Oh, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Stay tuned.